0: Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. We're back in business in modern halacha, And today I wanted to talk about a very sensitive and important topic. When we learn the Torah, which is our GPS to how to live a truthful life and merit the eternal world to come, we see that it's so different than in the current toxic culture we're living in. Today's class is about using nicknames, verbally and emotionally emotionally bullying people and abusing them. Today's shiur is based on a wonderful English work. I highly recommend this book, Halachic World, Volume 2, by Rabbi Yaakov Mantros. He brings the sugi of using nicknames. There's a fascinating Gemara in Bava Metziah. Please look up this Gemara, page 58B in the Bavli, Non you know, especially boys, I don't know how girls are, but a lot of times boys can be make up some really nasty nicknames for one another, like a tall guy, they'll call him the giraffe or the crane. So the Gemara here says at the end of the daf of the Amud, it says Call your Din the Gehinom Olim. Chutz mi gimel. The Gemara says basically whoever goes to Jahannam, hell, Gehinom will eventually come out. But there's unfortunately three exceptions to this. One is, the Gemara says over there, somebody that sleeps with a married woman as it seems that sleeping with a married woman is an extraordinarily nasty sin because bastards, mamzerim get born, and somebody that does such a thing and never does repentance, let's never forget whatever sin you do, even murder, if you repent, then you will get a portion in the old world to come. But notwithstanding, somebody that sleeps with a married woman and does not want to repent and is not regretful, then he will go to hell and stay there forever, never come out. The second person is somebody that calls people a nasty and negative nickname. And the third one is somebody that embarrasses a Jew on a constant basis. He has no regard for people's honor and he embarrasses people in public. Now the Gemara asks, using a negative nickname to somebody, calling out is the same thing as embarrassing them in public. So what's the difference? So the Gemara says, Didashbeh. Which means what? Even if your friend, they've been calling him this negative name so much that he's used to it and he not necessarily gets embarrassed, but that doesn't absolve you from getting a terrible sin and potentially losing your place in the world to come. So therefore... In this case, we see that using negative nicknames is literally playing with the worst type of fire. The fire that you could go downstairs and God forbid never come out of that spiritual dungeon of the fire of the underworld. Now, I wanted to explain this a little bit hashkafically. I was thinking about this, it was bothering me. Why such a terrible punishment? Why should somebody that embarrasses people or calls them negative, nasty nicknames basically has to go downstairs to the underworld and never will come out? Because I think the pshat is like this. If we learn at the Zohar, those that have been honored to learn the books of the Ramchal, there's a concept in the Gemara and the Zohar especially as Nahamadiki Sufa. The whole reason God created the world, ultimately, He could have given us no tests and sent us straight to the world to come. But if, like the Zohar says, before a soul comes and has to fight tooth and nail with his evil inclination to earn his degrees of becoming a great soldier and general, of God, he's like an empty pit. But once he comes into this world and fights tooth and nail every second, every moment, every living day, he has to go after light and the Torah, U-bacharta life, and not go after death and sin. Then he becomes like an overflowing spring. And that's the concept that God wanted us to deserve and be proud of our accomplishments in the next world. So we won't feel like an empty pit, an embarrassment. We, so we'll have something to be so proud of. We have created through our hard work and labor of staying on the ethical path of the Torah. So somebody that has no regard for people's honor, somebody that is the antithesis, he, he treats people like garbage. He's missing the whole point. He's going anti the whole reason for creation, which was to give people honor. So it's that reason that I think on a deeper Kabbalistic level, somebody that has no regard for people's honor loses his place to come. Cause the whole, he's going anti the whole reason for creation. So the question here that the halachic world, put, is fascinated by, is something, is that, okay, we know negative, nas- nicknames, is something, that you should stay away from, like you stay away from, nuclear, waste, like Chernobyl, but on the other hand, how about, a non nasty name, just a regular random, uh, nickname, is that allowed, and are you allowed, to make one up, for your friend, considering that it's honorable and not dishonorable. So there's a Gemara in Megillah, they asked Rabbi Zakai on page Khaf zainamud Beis that why did he have an extraordinarily long life? And he says there that he never called his friend a nickname. So Tosfot there asks, well, I would imagine a great rabbi of his stature would, of course, not call a nasty nickname. So what's that extra piousness, that he should deserve an extra long life? So Tosot says that Rabbi Zakai was not only, of course, a trillion percent, he wouldn't call his friend a nasty, a negative nickname, but even any nickname he wouldn't call his friend. And that's why he, in his opinion, he merited to an extraordinary long life. Now, so, that was a stringency. So we see something fascinating from the Tosfot and the Gemara essentially that there is a midat chasidut, there is a certain amount of piousness that Just to be so strict and stay away from this whole can of worms, of toxic, eternal damnation worms that Rabbi Zakai said, listen, I'm not even, I'm just going to call him his name, not even a honorable nickname. Any nickname I don't call my friends. And he got an extraordinary long life for that. So just to conclude this part of the class, you know, the safer Larayacha kamocha says that obviously nasty negative nicknames, we need to delete that. And if we have called people that in the past, we should go ask them forgiveness. Even if we have to rent a, uh, do the most extraordinarily difficult tasks, we have to gain forgiveness for that because we're dealing with our whole eternal Reward. But, it would, there's a concept that, a person's desire is his honor. So therefore, it, of course, logic would dictate that if somebody is perfectly fine and happy with a, a nickname you call him and he actually prefers that name, then shouldn't be any problem from calling him a nickname that he actually likes and prefers to be called. Because some people have like three, they're named after both of their grandfathers, they have four names, so they just call him Yashan or God knows what. If it's not negative and the person actually prefers it, then that's perfectly fine. Now why am I talking about this topic? Because we're living in a society where we have a political and secular society which from the president down, people call each other the most nasty nicknames and polarizing in politics. This is something that we have to realize. The society affects us, like Maimonides says. So we should caution our children, our friends, our brothers, our sisters, that negative nicknames is the most, most dangerous thing that a person could... Should run away from, like, run away from fire. And I would be doing you a disservice. Like, Gemara and Baba Mitziah, just to go back to the bullying part, King David, they would, people would antagonize him and say that, you know, what's the law if somebody sleeps with a married woman? And King David would counter back to them that if somebody repents for Committing the sin of eshet ish, God forbid, sleeping with a married woman, he will go to heaven. But for embarrassing somebody, you won't go. And see, this is the danger which I wanted to bring out. The Gemara says: the Gemara says, obviously, we should never rip off anybody and cause cause financial harm. But causing somebody emotional harm by verbally bullying him and calling him nasty nicknames or embarrassing him, that is much worse than ripping him off. Because if you rip him off, then you come to your senses, you just give him back. Like if you give him a fake diamond ring, okay, you give him back his money and everything's okay. But if you call, if you verbally bully somebody, there is no guarantee that he will forgive you. Because when you break somebody's heart, it's not so easy to put it back together. And actually the Gemara there brings that it's better to be thrown into a furnace of fire rather than embarrass somebody. And finally, we learned that from Yehuda and Tamar, that Tamar was willing for her and her two sons, which one of them, Mashiach, comes from Partsi like we say in Lechadodi, three souls she was willing to die and not embarrass her father-in-law, Yehuda. Now, the Gemara there also talks about another type of very dangerous bullying, which is so terrible that I wanted to bring out a Rambam because it's such an important Rambam. And that is that the Gemara says that if somebody is, for example, a convert, and he wants to come study Torah in the yeshiva, or in the shul, or in the Bet Midrash, and then people will, you know, some people are just so nasty and negative, the only thing they could do is abuse people, or bully people. They say, you that used to be a a goy, and eat shrimp, and nevelot, and pig, now you want, that mouth wants to come study Torah? Or a bal tshuva, that used to be a gambler, or mafia, or again used to eat cheeseburgers. And you say, oh, you Balchuva, who are you? Who do you think you are to come learn Torah with us? Oh, we're so holier than you. We've been always, your mouth used to do the eat the most despicable crab cakes or cheeseburgers or lobster or what have you. The Gemara says that that's a terrible, terrible sin. And the Rambam says something so beautiful that, he says that, somebody that's a non-Jew, we should love him double, or somebody that's a bal we should encourage him, we should praise him. Anytime we see him in public, we should hug him and kiss him and exalt his virtues, that we're so proud that he was not on the derech of God, he wasn't on the path of God, and he made that extraordinarily difficult decision to, to become Jewish or do teshuva. Because we know that the Gemara says the place that, that lofty place where people that repent sit in heaven, even complete righteous people, sadikim Gemurim don't do. Because a person that is a Balchuva had to do much more toil. And God rewards us according to not how great we are, if we were born into a great family and we went up 1%, then our olam haba, our reward is 1%. But if somebody was from zero and went to 90, he's 90 times greater on the spiritual ladder. Now, the Rambam says that it's so despicable when we make fun and discourage the convert or the Balchuva, the person that repented. Because he's saying you're doing two sins. First of all, if you had any brains in your head, we would want everybody to repent. We would want conceptually everybody to become Jewish to the right place, to the right path of Torah. So not only are you not encouraging him and patting him on the back and saying, I'm so proud of you, which is what you should be doing, but now you're discouraging him, you may cause him to actually get turned off and go back to his evil ways. And that's khotiyu makhti tarabim. So may Hashem help us to know. Anybody that's learned the Shar Gilgulim from the Arizal knows that any sin between us and God is very, it's much more simpler for it to be cleansed than for us to be forgiven for. But when you mess and abuse and damage other people's, break other people's hearts and honor and prestige, as we see very clearly from that Gemara and Avodas in Bava Metziah, it's much more hard to patch it up. So Hashem, in this society of bullying from the most prominent president in the society to the most commoner, we have to be extra vigilant to respect one another as when you learn the Tanah Beliyahu, there's such a beautiful phrase in there that God says the only thing that God wants from us is to love each other and respect each other and that's ultimately the most practical on a daily basis, love your neighbor as yourself just so you like, as you like people to respect you, you should respect others. And Rav Palm, I was learning his book, Atara Melech. he brings down that just like in the Gemara, Shabbat, Dafla Amid it says, God will ask us six questions after we pass away. Were you honest in business? Did you have a set time to learn Torah? One of those questions will be, Did Hamlach T'chavercha, the Rashid Chochma brings it down from the holy books, that did you make your friend king over you? We see that God, right when we meet our Creator, which inevitably, automatically, we will someday, we come face to face, God will demand of us, did you put your friend on a pedestal and treat him like royalty? Because the Zohar says, every Jewish man and woman are the children of God, the King Almighty. So may Hashem help us to carry out the most basic of the Torah tenets, which is love your neighbor as yourself, which is just like we expect and would demand from others to respect us. We should respect others and give them the honor that is due. Have a wonderful day and don't forget to...